Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 110 of the Church Leadership Podcast. We are so thrilled that you have joined us on this episode, and it's our hope that today's episode, like every other episode of the Church Leadership Podcast, encourages and equips you to better lead in the local church. Now, before we get to today's conversation, which, by the way, is between Andy and I this week, uh, I would like to encourage you to do a couple things. Number one, make sure you go over and subscribe to our podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Uh, that way you'll be notified every time a new episode airs. If you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or Amazon Music or, or what have you, make sure you hit subscribe on that app as well. Uh, we don't want you to miss a single conversation. And while today is a conversation between Andy and I, lots of times we have conversations with leaders that you need to know and hear from. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. We appreciate that. Also, while you're at it, make sure you go over and rate our podcast. You can do that really simply by going to ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. Of course, CLP stands for Church Leadership Podcast. We're so thankful that you're on board for this podcast. We encourage you to go listen to past episodes, do a search. You can find us on the on the web, on the internet at churchleadershippodcast.com. We try to make it really easy and you can search uh, past episodes there and, and uh, find out you know what we've done prior to today's episode. Now, today's episode is brought to you by Insight Ministries. At Insight, we help people ignite the flame of revitalization through several things, through helping them understand how to make disciples. We do coaching, we do consulting, we do web development. We want you to reach your community for Christ as you revitalize your church, if that's what you're seeking to do. So we help you get the message out about what God is doing right there in your church. So if you're interested in, in a coaching relationship, a cohort, a consultation, and how to develop a pathway or strategy to make disciples in your church, or if you're interested in web design, please feel free to reach out to Insight Ministries. You can go to their website at insightministries.org. That's I-N-C-I-T-E ministries, uh, insightministries.org. Or you can, uh, you can email us at mark at insightministries.org or andy at insightministries.org. We would love to help your church take that next step. Now, here is today's conversation. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. Mark and I are more than glad to have a conversation about something we experienced last week. And uh, we want you in on this conversation. We want you to not only hear what we have to say, but we're actually going to maybe ask for some input from you guys and yeah. ask some questions today. So we would love to hear from you on what we're going to talk about. And let me give you the details on what we're going to talk about today. We experienced As the kids say the deets, the deets, the, the T what's the T that's what they say now. Let's, let's so we're going to uh, discuss, talk about a conference and not just any conference. Mark and I were privileged 
with planning and being a part of the first ever Alabama Baptist State Discipleship Conference. It was a statewide discipleship conference held, of all places, Fultondale Baptist, First Baptist Church there in Fultondale, Alabama. And uh, if, if you listen to the podcast, you know that is the church that Mark pastors. So we had uh, lots of guests and uh, we had some wonderful people who came on board with us as a team who presented and shared and led breakouts and roundtables. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but we're going to talk about not only that experience uh, of that particular conference, but kind of compare it to going to a conference in general and some of our experience in the past, probably a similar experience many of you who have been in ministry who lead in the local church have had. So we're going to talk today about what a conference looks like versus what a conference can actually do to help us today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and if you don't mind, Andy, I'm going to start off with that last part. And, uh, you know, it was a joy and an honor to be able to host it. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. It was it was a big ball of stress too, but uh, it wasn't so stressful that that I wasn't able to enjoy it. And I think what we, it's kind of funny, you know, I know you, you, a lot of you who are watching or listening or pastors or leaders, um, anywhere from lay leaders all the way to, to lead pastors in your churches or denominational leaders. And, you know, when you, when you dream of something, when there's something that's never been done before, you have this pie in the sky dream and you say, I'm going to dream this. And at first you're like, okay, we can do this. And then you get into reality and you're like, okay, it's not going to look exactly like we, we thought it was. And then, you know, you get further down to reality and it looks very different. Well, I'll be honest with you. When we started dreaming up what this really experience would look like, it's exactly what ended up happening. And that's a rare thing because what we decided, you know, at the get go, not just Andy and I, but the whole team that was leading this, we said, we want it to be an experience, not a conference. We don't want you to come and, you know, listen to a a speaker and not interact with them and go away with a lot of information with no practical tools and no relationship building. And so we designed it that way. And Andy, I don't know, from my perspective, I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Mark failed to mention this was uh, almost three years of planning That's right. in, in uh, making sure this conference uh, took place. COVID kind of knocked our feet out from under us. So we planned on doing this last spring and then we moved it to last fall. And now it officially happened in April of 2021. And it was a joy. I mean, we had uh, some, some, some people who are experts in the area of disciple making who are nationally known. And we had guys that we know that maybe people have never heard of who were helping us uh, lead. And, and it was quite an experience. You know, some of the conferences you go to, it's more of the, the professional is telling the rest of us who are the novices how to do things. And it wasn't the sage on the stage experience that we had. It was, it was God on the side. It was people who are in the trenches doing exactly what we're doing. And nobody admitted to having a handle on everything and having it all figured out, especially in COVID. Uh, it wasn't just God on the side, Mark. It was even Zoom in the room. I mean, so we had <laughs> uh, right. we had some digital opportunities for people to participate. So I love that blended opportunity because yeah. we had a great turnout of people coming in person. And every single person who who is actually there on campus participating had an experience to interact with not only those who were leading and speaking and and doing the breakouts but man we we had a 
uh, a great visit from somebody who Mark and I have a whole lot of respect for. As a matter of fact, somebody maybe outside of the Bible, a book that's impacted my ministry the most is The Master Plan of Evangelism by Dr. Robert Coleman. And Dr. Robert Coleman came all the way from Kentucky to Alabama to spend three days with us, basically. And he was, man, he was something else. He was. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast or watch this podcast for a while, you know, we've had Dr. Coleman on the podcast. We we got to spend some time with him in his home in Kentucky a, a couple of years ago, really near the beginning of our podcast. And uh, to see him again at 93 years old and uh, just to hear the wisdom dripping from every syllable that came out of his mouth. But you know what? All of that was awesome. But Andy, I think the the biggest takeaway for me from Dr. Coleman was he's 93 years old and he's still doing it. He brought two of his boys with him, right? (laughs) One of them probably in his 60s, one of them, you know, maybe in his 20s or 30s, but he's still pouring his life into others and he's still making disciples Mm -hmm. to this day. What a, I mean, what an inspiration. And his passion has not waned. I mean, you know, he got fired up a couple of times about talking about, you know, making disciples and, and, you know, I just, I was blown away and encouraged and inspired and convicted all at once how, you know, making disciples, and we talk about this all the time. And I was reminded, not just by Dr. Coleman, but several other speakers, I was reminded over and over again that it's, it's not a program. It's not a, it's not a box that you can check once you've gone through some curriculum and said, you know, I'm a disciple maker. I've been disciple, that kind of thing, and be done with it. This is your entire life. Huh. And, you know, Dr. Coleman just, I mean, his, his whole life just is a great example of that. And, and every, every roundtable leader, every speaker, I mean, I heard those things over and over. It's just, this is not a piece of ministry. This is not a, a part of your life. This is your life. And, you know, I don't know. I, I was convicted all over again that we're, we're, we're pastors, we're church leaders, and we follow Christ. You know, what in the world are we doing if we're not making disciples, right? right? What are we doing? So, Well, Dr. Coleman was so kind and so gracious. You would think uh, somebody like that with the opportunities he's had in life and the, the relationships that he has and the influence he has, you know, that would probably not be a high priority in his list to come all the way down to Alabama, but he thanked us yeah. <laughs> for inviting him to come. And he soaked in every minute of talking with people. He never turned down an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody or encourage somebody. And he actually did that. One of his, his things that he did for us that we asked him to do is he just basically spoke a blessing to all yeah. of us as we want to go out and be disciple makers in our local church. And we had uh, Ken Adams from Impact Ministries. We had uh, Scott Kindig from Georgia. We had uh, Joel Mom from uh, San Antonio, Texas. We had uh, a, a quite diverse group of people who were leading in those main sessions. But we had people that you and I interact with on a regular basis. Many of those who have been on the podcast here who helped us lead these breakout roundtables where we were able to talk about some specific topic topics that are just day-to-day necessary things that each of us who are leading in the local church need to hear. If we've been doing it a long time, we needed encouragement and help thinking through and talking through those things. Or if we're just now beginning to do those things, we needed some help how we can get started. So I think it was very encouraging and very helpful. And I believe it was different than a regular conference, Mark. What we've mentioned, it was an experience as opposed to a conference because most of the conferences I've been to, 
you go, you hear the professionals talk, uh, you get some swag, some free stuff. And by the way, we, we gave away some pretty good swag at that. At yeah, was, that, that was a really heavy swag bag. It was. And uh, uh, you go, you get the gifts, you listen to the speakers and you get a folder or you get information and you come back home. And most of the time, like me, I just put that folder on my shelf, you know, and uh, I've got a bookshelf and boxes full of folders and books and things that I've gotten from conferences in years past and many of those things I've long forgotten. But the thing that sticks with me about an experience like we had last week is relationships. Uh, I was able to connect with some people that I didn't know that well, meet some people that I didn't know, and even have a, a better opportunity to spend some time with people that I know really well. And I was a part of helping plan and, and uh, lead this conference with you, Mark. I was encouraged. I was helped as much as anybody else. So it was a great opportunity for me. There are things that I heard that I experienced that I learned and conversations that I have with people that it won't be on a shelf. It will be on the forefront of my mind for a long, long time to help me. Absolutely. And that's, that's the one thing that really, I think made the biggest impact on me was relationships. And, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, this is the first time we've done something like this and uh, we'd like to do more things like this, but I didn't know really, I knew the environments that we had, you know, design and creative were going to be good, but I just didn't know how well it would facilitate relationships. And especially as the host pastor, you know, running around all over the place, I just didn't expect to be able to connect with a lot of people, but man, was I wrong. Um, I was able to connect with people that I had never met. Some, some people that I knew already and met in different events, I was able to spend some time with them. You know, we had kind of a hangout room and, and I think that was encouraging. Uh, we gave them permission. Hey, if you want to miss a session, go hang out in the hangout room. And, and some of them did. And I think, I think that is the value of, a, of an experience like this. Uh, it, it's more than just knowledge, it's relationships. And, and I think, you know, just what you said, Andy, it, you know, we didn't want it to be a one and done deal where you just gain a little bit of, you know, talking points. You had a few tweets, you know, that would be good and you move on. We wanted it to be something that began something new. And, so, you know, it, it's interesting. We had, we had some panel discussions and one of you know, those panel discussions, you and I were on a part of the panel, one of them you led, but those questions, we, we tend to hear the same questions over and over but I, what I noticed was people are really grappling with this idea of what does it really look like to make disciples in my context? Mm. And I heard questions that I hadn't heard before, and they were good questions. And they were questions really at the heart of, of what we're trying to accomplish as pastors and leaders in making disciples. And, you know, one of the things that kept coming up, I believe, is this whole idea of culture change. Mm -hmm. And, I was reminded all over again, encouraged all over again that, you know, we're coming out of COVID and, you know, there's all these question marks running through our hearts and our minds and it can be stressful. It can be anxious. But again, I was reminded that the way to change culture pre COVID post COVID in the middle of COVID 2000 years ago, 2021, the way to change the culture is by making disciples over time in a slow process. I mean, you know, you think about it. I was reminded during the conference that, that our culture has changed here in our church and it's still changing. And I, you know, I, I get so impatient sometimes with the, the pace of change just because I'm, I'm out front, you know, I'm the leader. And, but I look back being here three years and I'm, I, I think, wow, 
at the change that's taken place over three years. I wouldn't have been able to notice it over a month or two months, even six months, but over three years, it's beginning to really, that ship is beginning to turn and we're, we're beginning to make disciples that make disciples. And, and I don't know, I just, I came away with such hope uh, from, from our time earlier. Mark, I want to mention a couple of things, a couple of moments from the conference that I remember that are, that were very helpful in some ways. And, and I had a, a little bit of a frustrating moment. Maybe, I don't think you and I personally talked about this yet, but had a frustrating moment at the conference and it was more towards the front end of the conference. And, you know, we are meeting and praying and discussing with those who are leading and speaking and, and sharing and teaching at the conference. And the general consensus of all of us is, you know what, not just in the context of COVID, but overall, we have so much more we want to learn and accomplish mm -hmm. as being leaders in the local church and trying to fulfill the great commission and make disciples. And we're all learning from each other. And I love that. I love this, this peer networking, you know, iron sharpening iron aspect we have of what God is doing, not just in our state, but I mean, obviously I just mentioned where a lot of these, these leaders had come from uh, all over the U S and it's fantastic. So I'm very, very encouraged that, listen, everybody else considers themselves as big a mess as I do when it comes to having all this stuff figured out. We don't have it figured out. We're still working on it. And then my frustration point came with, uh, I know for sure of one leader, there may have been more than one who came in to the conference and it's almost like, you know what? I've got all this figured out. I know everything. And they, they didn't even stay. They left. So you, you might be one of those people as you listen to the podcast where you're like Mark and me, you're like, you know what? I want all the help. I want to read the books. I want to have the conversations. I want to, to learn from my mistakes and you know what? Learn from other people's mistakes too. And there's so much more that we can do and learn and grow. And uh, experiences like that are so helpful. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful. Uh, as a matter of fact, Mark, I don't even think we've mentioned what it exactly uh, what the name of it was or where people can find it. So maybe we can put that in the show notes. And later on, if any of you want access to that, maybe we can provide some digital access to some of those uh, main sessions and, and roundtables that we had. Absolutely. So the, the conference site itself, pre-conference was um, aldiscipleshipconference.com. Um, and, and, you know, you can go there now, you won't find anything yet, but we will have some of that digital content available on that site and probably down the road. Um, uh, Disciplemakingal.com is a disciple making ministries. Uh, several different ministries come together uh, to, to basically provide content to that site. It'll probably be provided there as well before too long. So, um, but, but uh, aldiscipleshipconference.com, we'll put the link in the show notes and there will be some uh, of that content available especially the main sessions in case you, you weren't able to be here in case you're not, you know, in Alabama and you had no idea it, it even existed. Um, we would love for you to, to learn like we did. And I'm telling you, um, I'm with you, Andy. I, I was reminded all over again, how little I know. And uh, man, I just, I soak up every chance I get to, to learn from anyone. And uh, it doesn't have to be like you said, the sage on the stage. I mean, it can be, it can be somebody from, you know, backwoods, Alabama, who's making disciples. I need to learn from those people. And uh, it was an awesome experience for me. Well, I was also encouraged. I wanted to, to just mention this, uh, uh, 
a praise report, as we would say in ministry, from our podcasts. I'm so thankful for the ministry of this podcast because I had several people come up to me and mention to me that they're regular listeners and viewers of our podcast and how it's encouraged and helped them. But I had one conversation in particular that I'm so thankful for. A young pastor came up to me and he had mentioned having a son with special needs. And immediately another pastor said, hey, you need to go back and listen to the church leadership podcast with a guy named Wayne Cordova That's right. on there. And we had a conversation and I'm about to connect these two guys together and, and help them kind of uh, get to know each other so that, that they can better learn how they can minister to their families with special needs. So moments like that happen when you're actually in the same room. And I, I think that was one of the the things I noticed this collective sigh of relief yeah. after the uh, conference had initially started and everybody was in the same room and we were worshiping together. And I looked around and there's hands raised and eyes closed. And, and I, I, I noticed in between sessions, there was, even though it's COVID, you know, in the, in the back of our mind, there's people shaking hands and, and hugging necks because they're glad to see each other and having conversations. I mean, it was just so fantastic to actually be in a place where something like that could be, uh, be facilitated. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to do something like that in person. It makes me that much more grateful. I remember when we first had our service after COVID at church and we were in the same room together and how special that was. It was almost that same feeling. We're in the same room with yep. our brothers in Christ who we're on the same mission. And it was very, very exciting to do that. And then also knowing on the back end of this, we've got people that we can call on, that we can mm. reach out to, to pray for us or ask questions uh, about some of the similar things that we may be experiencing. Maybe you, you, you connected with a pastor who's in a similar context and similar size church that you are, that you can compare notes and help each other. So I, I was very, very blessed to come away from, from that experience with not just great memories, but a lot of great things to, to help me. And it put fuel in my tank to keep on making disciples. I know that. Absolutely. It reminded me of the importance all over again. So look, if you were there, if you were at, at the conference and, uh, you know, there's something that, that kind of stuck out to you that caught your attention that, that you enjoyed that we haven't mentioned, feel free to let us know. And, you know, if, if you're thinking about um, how can you be a part of something like this where you are, or, you know, how can you learn more about making disciples? Um, you know, send us, a, send us a note, uh, get in touch with us. You can do it really easy. Um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. Probably, um, the, the easiest and quickest way is just to send an email to contact at churchleadershippodcast.com. When you send an email to contact at churchleadershippodcast.com, that's going to go to Andy and me. Um, we'll both get it. So, um, you know, one of us will respond within the next six weeks. No, just kidding. One of us are going to respond pretty quickly. And so uh, probably both of us. So anyway, contact at churchleadershippodcast.com. Send us your thoughts, your, your questions, your insight. But, uh, you know, we just wanted to share our thoughts a little bit on the, on the conference. Um, as we're coming off of it, we didn't want to uh, let this go by without sharing what was fresh on our mind. So thank you for indulging us and listening and watching and uh, being a part of our podcast as always. Yeah. And let me just say, if you missed out on this opportunity and you feel like this is something like Mark mentioned that you want to 
maybe be a part of in the near future, or maybe you're listening from a different part of the, the country or part of the world, and you want to uh, even maybe uh, in, you envision facilitating something this where like where you are. We're in your own church and your own community. So just reach out to us. We'll be glad to help you any way we can. And listen, right. I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for opportunities like that experience and for, for this podcast that we get to, to learn together and, and be encouraged and equipped ourselves, not just uh, uh, the opportunity we get to do that to help others. I get that encouraging and equipping constantly from what God has blessed us with this ministry of this podcast and, and, and to be a part of that experience. Of the, of the conference last week. Absolutely. So we hope that this conversation about how we were encouraged and equipped will further encourage and equip you to lead in your local church. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. 